Shabbos, dear friends, thanks for coming back again every Friday as we transition the hustle, the bustle, the chaos, the uncertainty of the week into the serenity, the Good peace, of and the calm of Shabbos, a taste of the world to come. We long for the day that will be all Shabbos, but until then, we're so grateful to have at least a 25-hour Shabbos, a respite, a refuge, a place to be able to escape to. No news, no updates, no going backwards, no going forwards, no new numbers, a place to just experience and to be elevated. I want to thank our dear friends, Mendy and Sipora Fishman, for sponsoring us as Chus for Chai Rivka, Bas, Sipora Fredo. Thank you for your generosity. And I have to tell you, if I got one more text today, I got so many beautiful, beloved texts from uh, wonderful friends saying, oh, today's daf yomi is perfect for turn Friday into Erev Shabbos. If you learn the daf, you know Shabbos Kuf Yotes is all about how to turn Friday into Erev Shabbos, how to get ready, how to wake up early. It's a special notion of a chibat to wake up early and to serve the Shabbos, how to shop for Shabbos, how to save the delicacies and reserve the best for Shabbos, assaulting the fish or sweeping the ground or buying the ingredients or doing the dishes all for Shabbos. There's a beautiful, I'll just quote you and then we'll get back to our regular limit, our regular study. The Gemara here in today's daf, Shabbos daf kuf yutes, tells the story, the Caesar, the Caesar, said to the great Rabbi Yeshua ben Hananiah, what is that great smell? You walk into a home on a Friday, a Jewish home, it's a great smell. The potato kugel, the challah, the chicken, the meat, what a great smell. What is that aroma? Where does it come from? How does it spread so near and far? We have a special spice. There's an ingredient in our food. There's an ingredient. Anyone see the article in The Economist about Chalant? An article in The Economist, not exactly a Jewish newspaper. In the time of quarantine and lockdown, the best food is a little something called Chalant. So The Economist and the non-Jewish nations of the world, they could try to access our recipes. They could try to tap into our delicacies. But you know, says the Gemara here, Tavlan Echad Yeshlan We've got a special spice. And the spice that we have, it's what flavors, it's what creates that aroma. It's what creates that incredible smell, the aroma, the flavors. Shanu matilun l'socha, we put it inside, recho nodef. And when you add this one ingredient, then the aroma, the taste, the flavor goes everywhere. So if you're the Caesar, if you're the Kesar, powerful person, what do you say to Rabbi Yeshua? What do you say to Rabbi Yeshua ben Hananya? So the Kesar tells him, Amr lo, tein lanu heimanu. Where do I get the spice? Machana Yehuda, where do I have to go? Supersol, The Grove, Winn-Dixie, where do I have to go? Aroma, appropriately named. Amalos, Rabbi Yeshua ben Hanya says, No, kol mishamer sashabbos mo'alo. She'enu mishamer sashabbos ain mo'alo. This is a spice. It doesn't come in a little bottle with holes on top. This is a spice you can't buy wholesale retail. You can't order it off Amazon. This is a spice that if you're Shomer Shabbos, then your t- food tastes good when you add this ingredient. And if you're not, it doesn't. Interestingly, the Maharshar of Shmuel Idels explains that there was a spice in antiquity, if you look at Meseches Uktzin, in the third para, called Sheves. There was a spice called Sheves. So at first, Rabbi Yeshua ben Hanani thought he'll get away with telling the Kezar, oh, we have a spice, we put it in, it's called Sheves, amazing spice. That's what you're smelling, that's what you're tasting. So when the Kezar said, well, where do I get it? This spice called Sheves, where do I order it? That's when he had to come clean and say, no, 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 call him a Shabbos. It's not Sheves, the spice, it's Shabbos, the, the holiday. It's Shabbos, the Neshama Yaseira. It's Shabbos, the essence of what this day is really all about. So when I was learning this Gemara, it occurred to me, what do you mean, Kolo Shomer Shabbos, that if you're Shomer Shabbos, then Reicho Nodev, the smell travels and so on. 
If you're Shomer Shabbos, by the time it's Shabbos, you're no longer cooking for Shabbos. By the time it's Shabbos, the aroma is no longer spreading as far and wide as the kitchen is on Friday when you're getting ready. But if you go back to something we've shared so many times before, that the term, the expression Shomer Shabbos, the Ovi Yisrael, the Aptarov, and many other Rebbe say, that to be a Shomer Shabbos, and it's also all throughout today's daf, Shabbos Kofiutes, to be a Shomer Shabbos is not once Shabbos begins. That, you're obligated in. That, when the sun goes down Friday, like it or not, here it comes. 39 malachas, no creative labor for you. We are held accountable. We are responsible. We have no, we have no uh, flexibility. What does it mean to be a Shomer Shabbos? It's not once the sun goes down Friday. What it means to Shomer Shabbos is, do you look forward to Shabbos the whole week long? V'aviv shamaras hadavar. Yaakov was longing for Yosef. Shomer, shamaras hadavar. Shomer, we find in many places in Tanakh that the word Shomer, shamar, doesn't just mean to safeguard. It means to anticipate, to look forward, to count down, to be excited. So maybe that's what the Gemara means. Kol HaShomer Shabbos. Kol HaShomer HaShabbos Moel Mlo. It means that if you look forward to and you invest in and you're excited and you invest yourself in, every time you add an ingredient and with everything that you're getting ready and getting prepared, you're setting the Shabbos table and you're getting the Shabbos candles ready and you're making the Shabbos food and you're putting out your Shabbos clothing. With each act, you're mentally, mindfully thinking, the covered Shabbos Kodesh. This is not just another day of the week. This is not just another form of me. This is the best version of me. I'm putting on my Shabbos upon him, over my Vachadik upon him. Call him Mishamers Shabbos. You have to be Shomer, you have to look forward, you have to anticipate. So if Friday, is the Friday, is the, is the house, is the home a place that's Shomer Shabbos? So you'll say, what do you mean? How do you evaluate whether you're a Shomer Shabbos? Not Friday, not till Friday night Shabbos. The answer is no. You could look at a Jewish home on a Friday and see whether they're Shomer Shabbos. Not Shomer, the technical parts of Shabbos. Shomer, are they fulfilling the countdown, the looking forward to, the anticipation, the excitement, all those other components of Shabbos, which our daft talks so much about. Okay, so getting back to what we were learning, we're going through Rav Melech Biederman, Be'er HaChayim, on Zmiras and Shabbos. And we last left off last week, recorded a magnificent pshat. The Sefer Eitz Hadas HaTov tells us, the Gemara tells them, they save takum, that if you're in the presence of somebody who is of ripe age, who is like a fine wine better with age, an empty nester, a senior, I don't know what the politically correct or proper or sensitive way, although I'm heading there myself. So Neseva Takum, you have to stand, you have to rise for such a person. So he says, why are you rising for such a person? Because that person has experienced so many Shabbosim. The more Shabbases that you've tapped into, we established last week that in some ways Shabbos, it's holier and it's more elevated than Yom Kippur. You can be forgiven for things that Yom Kippur doesn't achieve. If you do tshuva, then Shabbos is able to achieve a tshuva that Yom Kippur can't. Shabbos is the holiest day. It's the holiest holiday. And therefore, the person who has observed, who's experienced, who's encountered the most Shabbosim is deserving of our greatest honor and our standing for them. Every Erev Shabbos, Moshe Rabbeinu comes, literally, figuratively, and he reminds us and he tells us it's coming Shabbos. It doesn't matter how turned off you are. It doesn't matter how disconnected you are. Still, a Jew feels Shabbos. The pintily yid, the holy spark. I've engaged many, unfortunately too many, Jews who are off the derech, are struggling with being off the derech. Particularly, you talk about those who grew up in Hasidish homes, and you know much more than just cultural. You could dismiss it as a cultural association or identification, but it's much more than cultural. Even those who are no longer strictly observing, but still they're connected. 
They want to eat shalant. They want to make a lachaim. They want to eat kigel. They want to connect to the sights, the flavors, the sounds, the smells of Shabbos. That even a Jew who is saguru misugar, closed off, disconnected from their neshama, they can't help it. When Shabbos comes, they feel there's something special. Afu Everything is elevated on Shabbos. Everybody has what we call an aliyah on Shabbos. Now, right now, the only one getting an aliyah is the Balkore. It's an interesting thing. You know, I looked around. Often you'll hear from people, I haven't had an aliyah here in seven years. I only got four aliyahs this year and someone else got six. Everyone is always complaining and the other people get aliyahs. No one's complaining right now because coronavirus is the great equalizer. Only the Balkore is getting all aliyahs. Nobody's upset that they're not getting it. So what does it mean an aliyah? An aliyah means you're elevated, you're enriched, you're transformed. So even Balechayim, even animals know it's Shabbos. You know, a baby doesn't get the bris until the eighth day. Why doesn't a baby have his bris on the eighth day? Why the eighth day? What is it about the eighth day that you're waiting for? So there's scientific medical reasons, but we have a metaphysical reason. The metaphysical reason is because if you wait till the eighth day, then what do you guarantee? What do you know for certain? That the baby has experienced a Shabbos. That this new, this new neshama, that this new baby has made his way through a Shabbos. So before he can enter the covenant, the bris of Avram Avinu, he has to first experience a Shabbos. We, we make a party, we comfort him, we celebrate with him, we make a Shalom Zacha that Friday night, he has to first experience a Shabbos. So it's not just true for a human being, for a neshama, even a uh, undeveloped one, an immature one of a baby. But it's true for Baal Chaim, it's true for animals. Because the halacha is that an animal is not eligible to be offered on the Mizbeach until it's eight days old. Why does the animal need to be eight days old? So Chazal tell us in the Medrash Rabbah, Because Even an animal who has no conscience, no consciousness, even the animal who only has a nefesh, not a neshama, let alone a neshama yeseira, but even the animal knows it's Shabbos. Now I'm not saying you got to get special clothing for your dog or for your cat. I'm not telling you you got to put out special treats for them. But even your animal, whether you realize it or not, your animal is transformed. Your animal is elevated. The whole universe, the cosmos, can feel, knows that it's no ordinary time. This is a special time, an auspicious time, a time imbued and endowed with a great energy. This is the holy time of Shabbos. Reina, I just want to finish with one more thing because this isn't on our Parsha. This is a Sefer on Shabbos and Zmiros. But... As always, it connects to our parsha. The great Rabbi Yonason Eibshitz has a commentary on the Torah called Tiferes Yehonason. It's a beautiful sefer. And Rabbi Yonason Eibshitz says the following. Oh, sorry, this wasn't it. I'm going to skip and come back to this. Wait, maybe this was it. Yes, this is it. I'm sorry. Rabbi Yonason Eibshitz says there's a stira, there's a contradiction in the Zohar. Who is holier? Who is higher than whom? Who's greater, angels or human beings? Who is more elevated? Who's higher? All week long, the human being is frail and fragile. The human being is vulnerable. The human being makes mistakes. The human being has poor judgment. The human being gives in to temptation, desire, and appetite. All week long, the angel stands elevated higher, superior to the human, but comes Shabbos. Shabbos, when the Jew is living the best version of themselves. Shabbos, when they've disconnected from this world and they're tasting the world to come. Shabbos, when we are no longer 
on, on technology. Shabbos, when we're no longer feeling what's missing, but we feel complete and whole. Shabbos, when we're tasting the world to come. Shabbos, when we have an Hashem Yisera then we are elevated. We are superior to the angel. And now we understand the Pasuk. When Bilam praises the Jewish people, in Pasuk, it says here in Parshas Balak, Perak Chav Gimel, Pasuk Chav Gimel. Pasuk says, There's no divination in Yaakov, no sorcery in the Jewish people. Like this time, it will be said to Yaakov and to the Jewish people, what has God done? What has God wrought? Beautiful Rashi, look up Rashi and the Pasuk. But here he says the following. It says, At that time, it will be said to Yaakov and Yisrael. What is that ace? What is that at that time? The time is the time. The time with the capital T, the time, the most elevated time, the highest time, the most lofty time is, of course, Shabbos. Uka es b'yoma Shabbos yeamir liyakov. The Malachi Asharis will ask Yaakov, ma pa'al kel b'bnei Shisrael omdim b'malagavoy yosim Malachi Asharis v'yakein heim b'varim etzlam ma pa'al kel. It is kaes at that time. The angels will ask the Jewish people. Why are angels asking the Jewish people? Jewish people shouldn't be asking angels. Angels are higher. Angels are holier. The answer is that's true all week long. But come Shabbos, angels aren't higher or holier. Who's higher and holier? Come Shabbos, the Jewish people. We're the highest, we're the holiest. So my dear friends, in these last moments as we're making the final Shabbos preparations, we have a tavlin. We have a spice. It's called Shabbos. It's a delicious spice. It's got a magnificent and lofty aroma. No one's allergic to it. It's a spice that has healing powers. It is an incredible, incredible spice. But here's the thing, you can't buy it in a store and nobody can add it to your chalant. Each of us, by being a Shomer Shabbos, by looking forward and being excited, we add the Tavlin Shal Shabbos. We add that spice and it makes everything taste better. The shluf is better, and the food is better, and the conversation is better. Everything is better when we add that spice. We should all be zocha to add the spice called Shabbos. We should all be zocha to Yom Shakulo Shabbos. We long for Mashiach. Enough of this craziness already. We should all be zocha to welcome, to be transformed by the Shabbos, and to be able to be higher and holier even than the angels. Wishing you a happy, a holy, and a healthy Shabbos.